Some people are intimidated when talking to large numbers of people in an entertaining way, not Dan and Mike. Yeah? It's just a podcast, chill out. <laughs> yeah? A brilliant podcast. Okay. Too many quotes. GBH for the year old. <laughs> Not for me, thank you. No apology necessary. Let's get on with the podcast. You know, it's a laugh. And you can't put a price on comedy, so... Get listening. More biceps, more banter. Facebook group. Good name, isn't it? Well, you know, came up with it ourselves go and join it on facebook go join our little community of amazing people who to be honest probably a little bit special got to be if you like listen to this for a start so you're one of them there's there's more biceps more banter lot a little slugs with their personality <laughs> go and join them <laughs> go join them go look go search on facebook for it go join our our facebook group and you will get even more access to us live q a's monthly webinars you might get loads of free shit as well just because we're nice people we like giving you stuff that's going to help you oh dan oh mike i'm already listening to your hilarious podcast i'm already following your pant wettingly funny instagrams why should i go and join the facebook well no explanation needed really just go and join it missing out on a goss mad to miss it more biceps more banter now it's recording now no. I did, did a nice little countdown and everything, hit record, and then there was a second option came up. So it didn't quite work out, did it, mate? Made me look a bit stupid there, the computer. Well, I don't think it's just that that makes you look stupid, but, you know, it's, it's a contributing factor. <laughs> yeah, in fact, that's probably the least of my concerns, let's be honest. Um, yeah, it'd be good, mate. Just, just need to tell you that it's raining here. Terrifically so. It's just not stop. I've heard. It's very strange. I, it seems like a weird concept, this thing that you call rain. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I understand it's water that falls from the sky. Yeah, it's, it's, and it makes like doing anything really fucking annoying as well. So, yeah. And that's it now, from, from now until next April, but luckily not for me. So that's all right, isn't it? At least you can, you don't need to go out on it because you can drive places. I've heard there's, there's tons of petrol and, and diesel available. Yeah, and really cheap as well now because people are, are, have been really smart over the last week. So, yeah, it's fantastic. And it makes people awesome. like me who are actually on empty look like an idiot if I actually turn it petrol now, which is frustrating. What, what's it gone up to, petrol price? Oh, I don't, know. I don't even know. I don't care. I just, I just fill it up, mate, and just pay the money. I don't really know. Oh, money back. <laughs> it's like that Ricky Gervais, isn't it? How much is a pint of milk? God, there's a grand. Is that enough? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. a pint of milk. Um, I think it's like one... I think it's like high 130s now, I think, from what I've seen on pictures and stuff. But um, it's just, it's just everything that's wrong with, with the great British public. It's everything that's wrong. I shared a story today on my Instagram. Not only are people queuing up for petrol that they don't even really need and all that sort of stuff, people are now putting the wrong type of petrol in their cars when they get to the fucking tanks. What? There's been an increase, a five-fold increase in AA call-outs for people putting the wrong type of petrol in their car. That is how stupid the general public are. Fucking hell. Like, what how makes someone do that? that? How can you get that wrong? How? And another thing as well, my brother messaged me to say that he w drove past one, right? 
people queuing up. This again, how stupid Great British Public are queuing up, loads of them queuing up. And he said, and he went past, and there was pumps that were free, right, and had petrol available, but they weren't the right side of the car for the for the fuel pump. They were too fucking lazy to get the pump over the roof on the other side of the car that they were queuing up to wait for one that was on their side of the fucking pump. That is what we're dealing with in this country. That is why I'm leaving this country. I Unbelievable. Never, I never understand that. Like, I never no. ever understand that. Where they're designed. To yeah, like, and, and they're queuing up. And you're just like, there's no law. People realize, do people realize that there's no law? I don't know whether people think it's against the rules to, oh no, the petrol pump's on this side. I, I, is this a, this a thing? Are they just stupid? Or like, is this, uh, is this like an unwritten rule? I, I don't know. But it's, it's stupidity. It's 100% stupidity. It's it must be. Because that's why they've designed the hose long enough to reach to both sides. That's what it, I would it, do. Oh, mate, it's, it's, pain, it's just painful hearing this stuff and seeing it and Oh, you know, you just you just know it's only gonna get worse. Like I said, I'm I think I've got about forty miles left on my my thing on my range, so I'm like pff, risking it, you know. Are you running running out of um, food produce? I've heard. I spoke to one of my clients today, and he said that the shelves are bare in the test. Yeah, they're starting to be a bit. They're starting to be a bit a bit, um, bit harder on that from that point of view as well. It's just. It's just, I mean, that's all to do with, like, obviously, like, the lorry driver shortage and stuff. And then even better, because, you know, Brexit was clever, is that they, all the lorry drivers in the EU, basically, the UK have said, oh, yeah, so what we're going to do now is we're going to give you, like, short-term visas. If you want to come work for us, you, you know, we'll, we'll make it really easy. And they've gone, no, no, thanks, don't want to. <laughs> don't blame them. Fuck us. I would agree. Fuck them. Like, you've made your bed, you're lying it. And it's just like, you know, and I've seen loads of memes as well, you know, like, that whole thing of, like, all those people moaning about the foreigners coming to steal our jobs. It's like, yeah, the jobs are there now. Like, go do it. <laughs> people are getting paid by the state, so what's the fucking point? They just, just take their money. Oh, I just find it baffling. It, it's just, this country is just, it's only going to get worse the rest of this year. Only going to get worse. It's just, and, and, from, and from then on forth as well, like, it's... Yeah. They're saying lorry drivers now are on, like, 55k a year, some of them being offered. Not my dad. He's a lorry driver. He's definitely not. But he should be. He should be renewing his contract, mate, or down in tools and then demanding more money. Tell mm. you, payday for those lorry drivers should be. But you know, it's it's just baffling. It really is baffling. Like how fucking mindless the whole fucking people that run the country are. Do you know? Anyway, I, I just fucking I can't get my breath like with it when you see. When you see stuff, there isn't a petrol shortage. Like, no. there will be if you act like this. So yeah. stop acting like this. You know, you know who it is. Time. You know, it's that. You know, it's that type of person as well that's got half a tank, yeah. two hundred miles. You know, and they fucking go like to and from school every day, and they've gone. Oh, must must go and get more petrol in case I run out. And everyone's done that with like over half a tank, just to get to that full. And it's just like, just idiots. Like, ugh, you know the types. You know the busy bunny yeah. types. They're yeah. the type of people to leave a three-star review on Trip TripAdvisor. Yeah. Like yeah. that type. Like, or must that type. opinion in. Like, they probably yeah. always have, like, a bag of Werther's original in the car with, like, a tartan blanket. Always. Yeah. That type of person. And they've got an AA roadmap. Yeah. Something like that in the car. Oh, and, and, they, and they've got, like, a cover on their seat or they drive with gloves on, you know, like, yeah. something like that. Like, 
those types, it's those types like fucking get it. You don't drive anywhere. That's it. Come It'd on. be those people, you know, they're just sat there and they go, oh, I'm okay. My, my car's on my drive full. Like, you don't fucking use it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well yeah. Well done, you. You're smart. So, yeah. That's what we're dealing with at the moment is, is the Great British public ruining It is more days. mentality, though. It is. It is. Like, if a pur- like, the purge happened, people probably would get involved. Like, see it with, like, looting and riots. Fucking, people just get involved with it. It's like, well, I better get a petrol in because everyone else is. What, what yeah. the fuck? Like, but humans are weird. Like, they are so weird. Very strange behaviour. Has to, has, to, has to be said. But, it, you know, as a nice sort of segue into what we're going to talk about, it happens in the gym. People just copy everyone and people just think that they've got to do what everyone else does in the gym. And they, they put no thought or logic into it. They don't ask for help. They don't seek the help of a professional. They just, well, actually saying that some of the professionals are fucking useless, so... I mean, it's not their fault entirely, but um, yeah, one thing I, I I did a few videos on. I'm gonna they'll be coming out later on in, in the week or next week around content stuff. Is the whole concept of volume when it comes to training? Is I think people really overestimate, underestimate, sorry, how much volume they actually need to see change in progress. They they think that no, underestimate or overestimate. What am I trying to say? overestimate they overestimate they think they've got to do 30 40 sets a session they've got to do 200 sets in a week to see any sort of progress and you see them in the gym and they're just like don't train with any intensity you know they're just kind of like looking at the plan and going through the motions they're just like oh, i've got to do 15 of these and you see them do the last rep put the weights down you're like why, why do they stop mm. they, they could have carried on going then and it's that kind of thing where I don't quite understand what people expect when they go to the gym. They think that if they do their 30 sets, as long as they do it, however they want to do it, that they're going to see progress without any sort of intensity, any sort of intent or desire or effort. I just find it weird. I find it really weird. No, it's, it's, it's true. Like I've, I've given out training programs before and people, oh, is that it? It's, you know, it doesn't look like a lot. Well, you know, it's that shows me that you, you can't train like straight away so you know jokes on you um but it's straight, straight away like six exercises in the gym might be a far cry from the from the 10 12 you were doing before but six exercises performed properly will fucking take it out of you it will take it out of you and all the people that can train with this oh i prefer training high volume you're telling me that you train like a pussy then like because for a lot of people the 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 way that i program this this is kind of high volume there's enough volume in there and if you're telling me that you were training with more volume than this i can and i can imagine it because i used to be i used to do the same thing it would be all the all the drop sets hold on um you know it used to be that because i thought that more the better but it's not, it's not the case, and, and all you end up doing is just you just diminish your own capability to, to train well, like because you start a session and you know you've got however many fucking sets left, and then you get halfway through the session, you're already fucking goosed. So the second half of the session is shit. You don't recover very well for the next one, and you end up getting nowhere, nowhere fast. And it's it's actually a bell curve. Like there is a little sweet spot where as volume goes up so does results to a point but then as volume continues 
you then get diminishing returns on the results. And a lot of people definitely sit on the on the side of going, oh, it's not enough. It's not enough. But then you look at their sets and it's like, well, that's not one set. So, you know, yeah. keep going. Yeah. Go again. You look at that set and go, well, that's not, that's not enough. <laughs> like that effort yeah. is not oh, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You, yeah, it's not enough if you're going to train like that. Because yeah. it ain't. If someone can perform 20 sets of an exercise in one session, come on, like you cannot be training hard enough. You can't be training hard enough. And, and, and you always and get that argument as well. Say out loud. It sounds weird to say out loud. It's like, if you're doing 20 sets, you're not training hard enough. It sounds weird to say. Yeah. But it's not in practice. It's not in theory because I know that what 20 sets would look like and again, there's, there's outliers, there's bodybuilders that will train that high volume, but actually train, like actually train aggressively. But what we're talking about is seeing some wet lettuce moving from one exercise machine to another exercise machine where their last rep looks like their third rep, like that level of, I do 20 sets. Or just that, or just the last few reps, just form completely breaks down. It's not even a rep, it's just like just wasting your time and like it's that whole thing for me of, of people have an argument of oh yeah but so-and-so does it and i'm like yeah but so-and-so would get the same results just doing 15 sets they just go and pass that point and they don't know that they're, they're that it's a waste of their time they're just not smart enough they're just not clever enough to know that and that's the biggest problem uh, i get it all the time as well with clients oh is that it i didn't look like a lot but my god i was done by the end of it I'm like yeah because now you're training properly now i'm looking at your videos and i'm looking at your form and we're changing that you're going full range and it's a proper program you're training more frequently you, you know your body parts and stuff like that and it's if people need to just kind of realize that one of the biggest barriers for people is thinking they don't have enough time and it's because they assume that they've got to do 10 exercises or all these supersets and all this sort of stuff so then what happens is people say oh you've got to rest 60 seconds between each set oh yeah i've got to, you know they set the timer like go right end of my set 60 seconds and they go again, they're not even, you know, anywhere near recovered or they shouldn't be anywhere near recovered, but they are because again, they've not trained hard enough. So then you have this cycle of, well, I've only got six seconds rest. So I don't want to go full out on this set. And then it's just like, well, no, that's, that's kind of like fucking pointless because now you're just half hours in every set and you're not going to see any progress. So you're just wasting your time. So now you're worried about not having enough time to go to the gym, but you're actually wasting the time you are there. And like, I get it all the time for my clients. I get the same question and I have to keep saying all the time to them. They go, oh, what, what are my rest periods? You're not written them down. Take as long as you need and then tell me what your rest periods are. Write down roughly how long you'll take it. And they're like, oh my God, I need like three minutes. I'm like, yeah, you should do. First minute, you're getting your breath back. Second minute, you're psyching yourself up for it. And then the third minute, you're like, right, okay, do I need to add any more weight to this? Do I need to go up in weight? Do I need to think about what I'm doing? You need to be in a position where you have enough rest that you can lift the same load or more, again, if possible. Whereas when you take 60 seconds and you just rush through these sets, you can't lift the same load. So the intensity drops. Then the intensity drops again. Oh, yeah, but it's all about the pump, though, isn't it? No, it's actually really not about the pump at all. Don't worry about the pump. Just focus on lifting as heavy as possible. Um, and it just I just think it's baffling that actually the the one of the barriers for entry for, for the gym is the whole time. It's like, oh, I don't have enough time to train. And I actually think for most people, the amount of time they need to spend in the gym is probably half what they think it is, like in terms of actually what they need. Again, if you if I was applying an hour session, so you've got 10 minute warm up. Let's say, you know, including all the rest periods you've got within that the amount of actual time you spend working in there and doing the work is probably like 20 minutes. Like it's not a lot of time. Um, 
but people just have this obsession with doing more and more and more and more all the fucking time. They think more volume, more sets, more drop sets, all that sort of stuff is helping them. And it, and it's the, it's the stuff that gets posted on Instagram by all the bodybuilders and all this sort of stuff, but that's not the bit that's getting the results. Like it's really not. No, you, you, you see it a lot. And it's just, it's the same thing as in nutrition. It's just extreme versions. Nobody wants to do the moderate. You've either got to do all the volume, like, like a Ryan Terry, who does about 10 different exercises for delts, or you've got, to, you've got to do JP, where you've got to do one exercise with one working set. It's this extreme, again, it's just the same thing with, with nutrition. It's just extreme end to the camp. And we sit in the middle of, well, we sit in the middle and we go, well, maybe it's somewhere in the middle. No, nah, that's not sexy. Nah. Like, it can't be, it can't be that. It can't be that. It's, it's got to be one or the other. Have you seen the size of JP? Yeah, but have you seen the size of Ryan Terry as well? So then which one is it? Could it not be in the middle then? If they're both, like, giant. Like, no? No? I don't know. But it's, and, and like you say, they would be massive doing anything. JP now does fucking 20, 20 rep sets. All of a sudden, it's still the same size. Okay. I would assume that if Ryan Terry dropped down to three exercises for his delves, he'd probably still be just as big because he's Ryan Terry. He's got Ryan Terry's genes and he's got Ryan Terry's quote-unquote supplement regime. So that's cool. And remember, you're not Ryan Terry. So that's okay. So maybe it does sit somewhere in the middle. And even what you're saying with the rest periods, that's backed up by, by research. Three, three minutes as opposed to one minute in research was shown to be more favorable for hypertrophy because of what Dan just said, because you're able to protect the, the, the following volume that you're about to lift. You do a minute's rest, you can't lift much in the next. Who's, who's done this before? Who's been on a bench? And the first set, they got 10 reps. The second set, they got like seven. And then the third set, they got four. How can, you, how can you lose that much strength across your sets? It's because you're not resting enough. That's why you're losing that amount of strength. You're not resting. And it's not for a better pump. You shouldn't be training for better pump. And it doesn't burn more calories. Like I had a question last week about um, it, one of my clients in a photo shoot prep. Should we, should we go a little bit more pump-based? No. Why on earth would you change up the way that you train when you're dieting? So, so let, me, let, me, let me put it like this. So when you're not dieting, you're training to gain as much muscle as possible. So why would that not be a favorable way to train when you are dieting? If that's the most favorable way to gain as much muscle as possible, you're training like that, just because what you're doing with your nutrition changes, why would you change the style? You would just establish that this is the right thing for you to be training to gain the most muscle, but, but now we'll just go to pump training. Oh, well, it burns more calories. Well, it doesn't burn more calories because you're using a lower weight. You might feel like you are because you're more out of breath, but that's not why you're doing this. You're not doing, you're not, you're not, you're not using weights to get out of breath. That's why you do your cardio. You're using weights to maintain muscle mass in a diet, gain muscle mass even, gain muscle mass when you're not in a diet. That's why you're training. So take adequate rest periods so that the next set can be as immaculate as the first set. That you don't go 10, 7, 4, that it is 10, 10, 10, for example, or 10, 10, 9, or 10, 10, 11. That's what you should be hitting, where reps 10, 9, 10, 11 are a fucking struggle. That's how it should be. But that's often not the case. And, and people, like you say, they just jump on bandwagons and think that it needs, oh, it's a pretty cool because I've got this fucking sick vein in my delt from all these laterals. Okay, cool. 
but it's not necessarily the best thing for you. Just because something hurts or something is your pump doesn't mean it's the best thing. I'm pretty sure running a marathon would make my legs hurt. Doesn't mean that my legs are going to grow from running a marathon. It's just, it's, it's just you're, put, you're just putting workload through them. So to make them grow, you have to have a sufficient threshold of workload mixed with intensity. So that's why we, that's why we have the, the kind of volume landmarks, I guess. Like the reason why eight to 12 reps is the magic range that people tout as muscle gain is not because there's anything magic about rep eight or rep nine or rep 10 or that specific. It's not the reps that are doing the work. That's not what it means. But people think that, oh, it's the, it's the, it's the oh, wow. nine rep, 10 reps is the best. No, but what that means is, is that if you're failing at between eight and 12, that's going to give an indication of what kind of load you're using in relation to like a one rep max. But so, so that's why it's between eight and 12, because you're able to get in a decent amount of volume with a high enough weight that allows failure between eight and 12. If you stopped at 10 reps, but you could do 20 with it, then that hypertrophy range makes like it's, it's, it's therefore rendered useless. The range is there because then that relationship between the weight that you're using and the volume that you're lifting should be about right. And that's the thing is like, I always say that to people all the time is like on the last set of every exercise, I would always encourage people just because your plan says do 10, if you can go further, go further, always do more. Like if you can get to 13, 14, but the, you see a lot of people just stop because again, the plan says three sets of 10. Well, what that means is three sets of 10 with a weight that causes you to fail like pretty much within that range, maybe one or two reps in, in reserve, whatever. I would like to see most of my clients in their, in their position where they're at, go to, go to one of those sets to failure, right? And if it's going to be the last set, that's probably the best one to pick. If you, like you just said, if you do three sets of 10 and you manage to get 15 on the last one, guess what? You can go up in weight next time you do the, that, that exercise. Whereas what a lot of people do is they do three sets of 10 with 70 kilos on their bench, whatever it is. Then in the next week, they go into it and go, oh, start on 70 again, see how I feel. And then they might do one extra, you know, might do 72 and a half on one of them. But realistically, they could have started that whole session at 72 and a half. They could have gone up again and they could, they're missing out on all these, all these sort of small little increases, small little gains. So that, like you said, you should be in that 8 to 12 rep range. But what you just said there is bang on. It's not that me planning you threes as a 10 is magic. If you use the weight that's too light, that's not going to work. It doesn't mean anything then. You're not, you're not in the right rep range. It's the more that, the amount of load that you should be lifting will cause you to fail somewhere between those rep ranges. That's what it means. So when an online coach programs for you, three sets of eight, they don't mean pick any weight you want and just do three sets of eight. They mean lift as heavy as possible for each set of eight. Like that's the, that's the goal. And I always say to my clients, I'd rather they went for a weight and failed below their reps and they were say they're doing tens and they managed only eight. I'd rather that because I go, well, next session, try and get the ninth. Because I know you're pushing yourself to the limit with that weight you're lifting, rather than just, oh, I did three tens, so that's fine. Well, well, yeah, was the weight okay? Yeah, it felt all right. Yeah, it felt good. Well, okay, well, next time, it shouldn't feel all right. <laughs> it should feel pretty heavy. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing is, is it's not I, about the programming. It's about the weights that that person then lifts, that whether the program I, works or not. I get, this, I get this question sometimes, which I cannot, for the life of me, work out. And I don't want to say it irritates me because people don't know. But 
what weight should I be using for this? <sighs> Fucking come yeah. on. 200 kilos. 200 kilos. Yeah. What? What weight, like, so think about what we've just said. What weight should I be using? I just don't know if I'm using enough weight. Well, I can't tell you that because I've not got a crystal ball. But you will know because if I've asked you to do 10 reps and you can't do any more than 10 reps with it, I'd say that that's probably about right. If I've given you 10 reps and you think you could do another 10 on top of it, I would say you need to increase the weight that you're using. So it's weird when people ask me, what weight should I be using for these lifts? I don't know how strong you are. I don't know. I can't just pluck you a number out of thin air and go lift that. Oh, well, that's too light. Oh, okay. Well, no, that's too heavy. Well, well, you tell me then. Like, you tell me. Like, it's 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 the wrong way around. So there is no magic weight. There is no magic rep range. But if, like Dan says, your coach has programmed you eight reps, that means that rep eight is a bit of a fucking struggle. But you don't just stop at eight. Like, if you, like Dan says, if you can go further, go fucking further and then learn from it next week, increase the fucking weight. So that's what you should be doing. Like, training is really, really simple in practice. It's made fancy because people on Instagram want you to feel a pump because you'll go away, you'll do the, you'll do the, the session or whatever, and it will put you through its papers. But it, that doesn't mean it's any better. People put fancy stuff up, triceps, drop sets, because it's something exciting. But training in principles is really, really, really simple. Like, and, and people, look, people often think that strength is a byproduct of muscle gain. So people train for muscle gain. And then, so then you ask, well, how do you train for muscle gain? And not many people would answer that. But it's, it's not that way around at all. It's the other way around. You should train to get stronger. And muscle gain is the side effect of your body getting stronger because you're adapting to it. Whereas people think that you get people with big muscles get, uh, are strong. No, no, no. It's people who are strong have big muscles. Yeah. So if you take that principle, then you actually realize that there is no training for muscle gain. There is no such thing of training for muscle gain. You should be going into the gym and regardless of drop sets, this, whatever, even if you did straight sets, if you did three sets of 10 for everything, for every single exercise in that gym, if you did three sets of 10 and those 10 reps were with good, good form, good tempo, with control, and you were failing around that mark, and you focused on just progressing every week or two weeks with a little bit of load or by a rep or by adding a set, if you focus on progressions with no fancy shit, you would get stronger. So therefore, you would grow muscle. And that's it. The fancy stuff is to keep your mind stimulated. It's to give you something extra that makes you feel like you're doing something more, to give you a bit of a pump. It doesn't necessarily do anything extra on top. It's to make you feel better. It's to make you feel like it's done something. It's, that's why they're putting beta alanine into a fucking pre-workout, to make it feel like it's done something to you. My face is tingling, so it works. No, that's a side effect of it. That's not what's making, like, whether your face tingles or not, it's got nothing to do with the caffeine that's in it, which is essentially what's going to be working in the pre-workout. But it's, it's this weird thing where we could literally, I could literally, if I had a robot, I would just plan them three sets of 10 for everything because they wouldn't get mentally drained. And then I would go, okay, week, week three, let's go to three sets of 11 if we can with the same weight. Cool. Week five, 
go to three sets of 12 with the same weight or let's do three 11s with a higher weight or whatever. You're just looking at progress, not adding in all this fancy stuff. So it's very, very simple in principles. Do a moderate amount of volume intensely. Very, very difficult. Put yourself through the paces and aim to progress your lifts and get stronger over time and you will grow. I remember um, I, one of the best programs I did, I think where it was, I did it with Tom, it was Jim Wendler's 531. So basically with that program, you put in your one rep maxes of what you can do or roughly one rep maxes. And then it, it gives you the weights to use on that one. So that's a program that gives you the weights that you're supposed to lift. But the last set of every single strength workout is an AMRAP set. And it is, he says, you just go fucking balls to the wall. You just fucking go until you can't do another set to, to another rep. And that is, that's the same principle. It's pushing yourself to limit. And guess what? We always finished on that set between sort of like, usually in the first cycle between 10 and 14 reps. Second cycle, you finish between sort of like eight, 12. Third cycle, you finish between sort of six and 10. And it hasn't always happened. And it's because you pushed yourself that limit. And it was only one real set that you kind of really pushed yourself. But then based off that number, you then did the, the second part, which was called boring and big, which was you did the same movement then for five sets of 10 based off that weight. And it was the same principle. It was just like you were just pushing yourself. And it was the most boring program you'll ever do, but you'll see strength increases through the roof because each and every week you're pushing yourself to the max. You're pushing yourself on a, on a set to lift as heavy as you can for as many reps as you can. But people don't want that. People don't want that boring, but big. But then you look at the guy, he's fucking huge, strong as anything. And it's like, well, it, make, it kind of makes sense. You know, it's nothing fancy. It's none of these drop sets, none of these crazy supersets. It was just, he literally called it boring, but big. And he's like, that's what's going to happen. You're just going to get big. Um, but people don't want that. People want the, the tricks of the trade and they want, you know, extra arm sessions and stuff. It's like, yeah, but if you can't bench 100 kilos, I wouldn't worry too much about your triceps just yet. Like, just get up there. Like, get big, get strong. And that's coming from someone who, like I said, I've only, I've only ever benched over 100, like, in my prime, as it were. I couldn't do it now, I don't think. But it's, it, you really, people really undervalue the, 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 the real basic, get fucking strong and do it for weeks and months on end. You might just be surprised at what happens. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, again, it's just the, the, it's human fault, really. It's, we need something more. We crave something more. Like, we crave a bit of excitement. Like, it is boring. Like, you say, it's big and boring, Planet. You even named it like that. Like, but it is boring because the, the mechanism of muscle gain is literally just do more, just, just work a little bit harder, get a little bit stronger, and adapt to that over time. Even you see with CrossFit athletes. Like, why do you think that they, those guys get in shape? Because they have, they've got some competitive element to every single session and they want to beat what they did the last time they did that session. So that's progressive overload. It's the same, it's the same thing. You get better, so your body changes to, it to suit that. Whereas this is why people who change up their workouts all the time, they've got no real semblance of what they're doing on a, on a, on a you know, week-to-week basis. Their chest session will look different every week how do you know you're then it's not to say that you can't grow like that but you're leaving it to chance because you don't know if you're getting stronger if your chest press if your dumbbell bench or something was first in your in one session and then it's fourth in in the next session and then it's second in the next session again it's not to say that you can't do better but how can you determine whether you've done better than the last session that's why you should program in training blocks and look for progress that's why it should be done like that. So 
people just get training all wrong when it's really, really basic and really simple and really boring, to be honest. That's it. Big and boring. Yeah, that's the that was the best one I do, I think. But um, but yeah. Anyway, so there you go. A little bit on training because I haven't talked about training for a little while, so we thought we'd delve into training. Um. And yeah, well, once I once I move out to Dubai, there will be lots of um, YouTube videos and we'll hopefully be able to... Are we going to be allowed to film in the gym? I don't know. Probably not. Might have to find me yeah, in the gym. Yeah, no. Like, the, 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 uh, the bodybuilder lot do. Oh, do they? We'll be all right at the top there, won't we? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll film some some training bits, obviously, for that and go over that a bit more because that's it's always a bit better with visual, I think, when you're going over muscle gain stuff and tips and training stuff and all that sort of thing. Um, nutrition, obviously, you can chat a bit more about it, but the training stuff, it really is... I find it fascinating because I think a lot of people get really bogged down with their progress and they assume it's to do with their nutrition or their calories. And then like, sometimes you look at the training, you're like, ah, okay, now I get it. Like I was just in the gym today and I just, I was just looking around at people and even some people that, that train with trainers and stuff, you kind of feel like, I think you could have given a bit more there. You know, it's kind of like, I think some people are, uh, they think that by turning up and kind of going through the motion sometimes it's kind of like, you know, they've done enough and don't get me wrong. Some sessions that is the case. You need to clear your head and all that sort of thing. But I think it's that difference between going to the gym, exercising and training. There's a difference. Like footballers don't don't rock up to training and, and just kick a ball about and go home. They have a specific outcome of the drills they're doing, right? And they train at intensity and that's how they get better. And I think that's the key thing to remember with, with the gym is that if you're looking to improve your physique, you need to train more often than you exercise. And what I see a lot of is people exercising is they don't go into it the right attitude. They go into it with a, I'll just get this shit done, get in and out and, and all that sort of stuff. I'm not saying you have to be like an athlete and go into it like fucking, you know, watch YouTube before you go in and get motivated and fucking pre-workout it up. But you do have to remember that you're going in there to change your physique and to change that you need to be training. And that's why we encourage, again, pen and paper, writing stuff down, knowing what you did on the last workout, how the last workout went, all those sorts of things, rather than just making it up on the spot when you get there which is what I see a lot of people do, I think. Um, and that's great. You're exercising. You might get a little bit of a benefit, but not anything that's going to be long-lasting that's going to cause you to change somewhat. Um, there you go. Training. Training versus exercise. Training. Simple as that. Have you got a funny story, Michael? I have, but for some reason, my phone is, my phone is playing up, but I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, He's going to get it. He's good. I was trying Ooh. to show that... There you go. There you go. I've got it back. Oh, I haven't got it back. Oh, this is going to be annoying. I can't get this up. It's really weird because I just tried to get it up. And is it because it's banned in Dubai or something like that? Is it something oh. about pigs or it's about pork or something? Uh, well, it, it actually is about pork. <laughs> how, <laughs> how random how i guess told you mate yeah, i don't like i don't allow it in dubai i don't like to talk about pork speaking of which i had bacon today i think i'm i'm gonna go on a bit of a bacon thing now for the next month because i'm not gonna be able to eat it for a while am i so i might as well go ham on it go ham on it's, it again. it's no greatness it's no greatness why can't i why can't you say I that it? you say that but i quite like it i quite like a bit of pork to be honest it's probably my least favourite meat, that or... Bacon! Uh, bacon is your least... Come on, mate, it's bacon. Don't get me wrong, like, again, a pork chop, I don't care for, but sausages and bacon is, is... I mean, you can get other sausages, I suppose. I'll let you off that, but... I can't believe this. Was oh, it on your favourite website? 
Oh, he's got it. God for that. Fucking hell. God. Panic oh, over. Well, there we go. Everyone was hanging on there, weren't they? Everyone was hanging on. Jesus. Well done for, uh, for, for longing that out, by the way, Dan. Um, oh, don't worry about it, mate. I'm, I'm a pro at that. I work, I work with you and Tom. Don't worry about it. Cool. Right. So here we go. His, his face. Uh, I don't know whether you can see his face. Let's have a close look at his face. <laughs> Why do they always look like the same? They always look like the same type of person, don't they? Yeah. Like pervert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Um, here's the headline. <clears throat> It's in the Sunday Sport. It's an exclusive. Your favourite, your favourite newspaper. It's hot off the press. I wasn't flashing my willy. I was shoplifting sausages. Well, you don't. You, I mean, if if you're going to admit to shoplifting, you definitely were flashing your penis. Yes, that's, that's that, what I'm going to say. Because that's the lesser of the two crimes, there, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's just it's a sausage. It's just, yeah. it's, no, it's just, it's just, it's a sausage. But oh, yeah, what cocktail what? cocktail sausage was it? No, come on, mate. I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah. Bradburst. So a sex pervert who was <laughs> brilliant. Judgmental already. Like, we haven't even gone into the story yet. We haven't even gone into the story, and he's already judging in the journalist. In it, it's caught exclusive by Simon Dean. So forward by Simon Dean. Uh, gr- bloody great journalist. A sex pervert who was spotted waving his salami in the meat section of his local supermarket, told cops he was stealing sausages. Waving his salami. He's even using a a sausage-themed metaphor for his own penis. Yeah. I mean, he was going to, mate. He's a journalist at Sunday Sport. He was going to. He was going to. There'll be more. There'll be more as well. I'm going to say at least twice more. Twice more he's going to say something to me. Okay. Oddball. Of course he is. Roddy Yearsley, 47, uh, there's the name again, <laughs> was, okay, ready? Is this something that you expect to hear in any other paper than the Sunday Sport? Oddball, Roddy Yearsley, 47, was spotted flashing his spunk hose. <laughs> spunk hose, you know. It's just, uh, yeah, he's spunk. Uh, yeah, yeah. You imagine the, you can, ima- you can imagine the, the, the <laughs> press. He's got a trilby hat on, little, little card, little card inside of it, pen and paper. He's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell me, yeah. And he's, he's flashing his what? His penis? No, spunk hose. <laughs> I'm getting shorthand with it. Spunk. I just love. I just love, yeah, I mean, it's quicker to write penis, mate. That's two words, so. But, you know, like, when you go to the editor, I can imagine the editor sat there. The editor's either done one of two things, right? The editor's either sat there, smoking, right, not bothered, don't care, and someone's coming and going, we need to sign off all these, all these things, and he's gone, yeah, no problem, sign it without looking at them. That's, that's scenario one. Scenario two is, it's come into the editor, and he's looked at it, and he's gone, Ronnie Yearsley showing, flashing his penis at, no, come, come here, come here, oi. You can't just put penis. Come on. What what are you gonna use here? Come on, look, I'll tell you what, I've spunk hose is what I would go with. Just you know, I know you're learning, right? But to get to editor position, that's the kind of creativity you need. They're the, they're the only two scenarios that could have happened in that to get to that level of 100%. It's like he's he's like he's gone, come in. He's saying how we do it at some baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone, no, you've done a good article here, but mate, look, that's not how we do it. Here. We need to Sunday sport this up. It's a, it's a, it's a spunk hose. It's uh it's you know it's it's a cum rod. It's fucking I don't know. 
Do you know what I mean? Jizz pole. <laughs> you can't just be using an actual anatomical name. Come on, get creative. You know, this is what we hired you for. Come on, Sam. Pick it up. Um, so, yeah, he's been spotted flashing his spunk hose by shoppers in the store, which can't be named for, for legal reasons. Can't name the store, but can but name can the name person. And the age. And no, yeah, probably where he lives as well, no doubt. It was in Hanley, Staffordshire, though, a court heard. So. And I bet there's only one I bet there's only one supermarket in that town, probably. Do you know it's one of them, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone knows. Everyone, it's the local yeah. Morrison. Everyone knows it is. Yeah. Morrison. I hope so. Cops were called, but by the time they arrived, Yearsley had resheaved his pecker and was browsing the dry goods aisle. Resheaved his pecker. <laughs> Again, it's it's just like resheaved. Is a really complex word for saying yeah. put away. Yeah. So resheathed doesn't fit with pecker. It doesn't. Spunk hose. Yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't. It's not in the same article. It's not the same re-sheathed. terminology. You think resheathed? It's like something like Shakespeare. <laughs> His pecker. Come on. <laughs> I was browsing the dry goods aisle. We'll be driving for long if uh, <laughs> years was in there. He claimed it was all a big misunderstanding. Definitely not. You can't really misunderstand that. It's not a misunderstanding, is it? That that that's not something that that's not something you can see and go. I wasn't sure if he had his penis out or not. You know, you know. And said witnesses must have seen him as he smuggled a string of six sausages down his trousers. Right. Okay. So with again, right with that. They come in packs, don't they, for a start? And not many of them these days are, like, connected together. You know, like the old-fashioned connect. They're not. They just kind of, like, they come as they are. It's they they like pre-come. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what, a what? what? What happened next? A dog ran past and snapped yeah. in its mouth, ran, ran through the, the garden next door and ended up with a pair of bloomers on its face. Like, it's like an old cartoon. Yeah. It's like Tom and Jerry. It's like Tom and Jerry. It's like, yeah. no, mate. And then, then they ran past the window with a pie outside. The pie was you know? yeah, cooling yeah. on the side. And he wasn't yeah. sure whether to go for that or the sausages. And he wasn't, you know. It's no. too cliche. It's too cliche. A string of sausages. It's rubbish. But luckily, we did have one witness. So one witness told the, co- told the court, I know the difference between a sausage and a cock. Sure. sure. I saw a cock and it was on bonk, which I can only... Thing means it was erect. Yeah, I imagine bonk. so. Okay, yeah. I know. It's, it's almost like the way he's saying it. You're not calling <laughs> me. I know between a sausage and a cock, and I saw a cock, and it was erect. That's pretty much is what what's going on. You can't really get out of that, Roddy, can you? Like you can't really because there is a there is a difference between a cock and a sausage. That's no doubt. There is a, there is a there is a, there is no doubt about that. There's, there's absolutely zero, what can we call it? Well, bell. There's, there's no bell. <laughs> there's, there's no bell. Um, so, so, yeah, and especially if it's erect. It's not clear if years, Yearsley, such a hard name to say, Roddy yeah. Yearsley, fucking hell, who has 25 previous convictions for public masturbation. 25 Definitely was a sausage previous. then, wasn't it? I love Definitely. that, yeah. Definitely it was a sausage then, yeah. So boy who cried wolf, maybe it was his sausages. Yeah. Like, oh, for yeah. fuck's sake, if I hadn't done this 25 extra times, they, they might believe me. <laughs> oh, God. 25 times, though. 
he's been done 25 convictions, public masturbation and indecent in indecency. Jack, what? So, I mean, I don't know if this makes sense. Let me read this out. So, who has 25 previous convictions for public masturbation and indecency ejaculated in the meets? What? what? He's ejaculated in the meets. Oh. He's mayonnaise. They've called me Nicky Mayonnaise. Yeah, oh no, it was just a squirt of mayo, mate. Don't worry about you it. Put mayo on your sausages. Um, I don't, I, no, don't, no, you don't need to test it for DNA. I'm telling you now, it's me. Don't worry man. about it. It's just, it's just me. We'll test it anyway. No, no, no. I promise you. I would, would I lie? Would I lie? It tastes, doesn't taste like mayo. It's low fat. Yeah. <laughs> low fat. Seriously lying. Um, so a total of 2,456 pounds worth of bacon and bangers were discarded as a precaution. Now, where is that's he a lot of it. That's a lot of ejaculate, isn't it? That's what I'm thinking. Where is he shopping? Two and a half grand. That much is a pack of sausages over there. I mean, that's got, I've gone on what? At, at most, six, eight packs of bacon? Well, Dan letting us into his own personal <laughs> private life there. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, for you, for you, for you, it would be about two, so it's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Just, I don't like. I don't, I'm quite confused as to why you'd have to throw away two and a half thousand pounds worth. Because don't forget, a, a pack of bacon is probably about two quid. Two quid. So that means, let, let's just say he's destroyed 1,200 pa- pa- different packets. Yeah. There's not even that amount in the fucking... No, it's surely not. Nah. He's making this up as he goes along, this guy. Right. Yearsly, who pleaded not guilty... Well, you are... To outrage in public, but you are, aren't you? You know, no, no, sorry, Ronnie, Ronnie, we did test the light mayonnaise and, and it was your ejaculate. So, yeah, yeah you, you, you banged her right. No, I'm telling you now, it's, it's, they've framed me, Frame, framed me. Yeah. Like, that, that's it, isn't it? You could, you could maybe have got away with it. It's a sausage. Oh, yeah, but Ronnie, you've come on over as <laughs> well. So, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I mean, Come on, do you still want to plead not guilty or, you know, or do you want to just tell us you did it? Uh, not it guilty. Be, it would be a lot more believable if the semen wasn't there, honey. It was, honestly, mate, like, it would be much more believable. You could have got away with that. It's a sausage. Was it? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? And that, and that sausage has happened to come all over two and a half grams of the bacon. Okay. He um, pleaded not guilty to outraging public decency, but was found guilty by magistrates. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that. Funny. Funny. He he wasn't found guilty. He was guilty. He wasn't found guilty. No, no. He he is 100% guilty. It's not like, like like oh, he had a really bad trial. Uh, He found guilty. Like, you know, it was a close call. We had to go with the majority in the end. No, no, no. He he was guilty. Yeah, the jury split. It was a hung jury. Um, but yeah, it, it just finishes with the line he will be sentenced in June, quite abrupt but you know his, oh. his, photo says, his photo's got a caption of beating meat, yearsly denied pulling his pud um, the Sunday right. sport uh, with just unbelievable journalism as, as well. <sighs> but yeah, there it is don't, you know if that's a lesson to you, but does it say on the packet, so, no, I don't forget there was no <laughs> There was, there was no package. No, no, no. no, but, no but likewise, there, wasn't, there probably wasn't a warning above the bacon saying don't masturbate here. So really, 
That's their Whose fault. fault is it? They're asking Whose for it. it. Oh, what? What? <laughs> I'm not allowed to be there. What? They're asking for it. Unbelievable. Honest to God. There you go. I bet. I bet Ronnie. I bet Ronnie was out getting petrol. He had half a tank as well. He's that kind of guy, isn't he? He's that, He's that kind of guy. guy yeah. He's that kind Definitely. of guy. Yeah. He'd he, he fill up at the supermarket petrol station. There, he's absolutely trustless. I bet. Guys, will fill up while he's there. It was the petrol hose. Wow. Yeah. It's not. They they called me. Put the petrol hose down my trousers. It's not. It's your cock, mate. And that's not diesel on the floor. That's fun. Yeah. Um, nice try, Ronnie. But you've been here before, mate. We've done this a few times now. Come on, yeah. every time. You said the same times now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so, just the twenty-six times. You know, just, just the twenty-six. Unbelievable. This time, it was sausages, though. No, come on, you're not getting away with it. Um, oh, imagine, if, if, imagine if all twenty-six times it genuinely was sausages, and he was just a sausage stealer. Imagine that. I mean, you'd have a hard time explaining the 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 ejaculate, but whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. Again, that's the kicker. That's the evidence right there. That's it's kind of is. Oh, I wish I had done that. Like, yeah. You come with bang to rights. That's the that's that's the murder weapon left behind it. Seeing that, that's oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, knew I should have cleaned that up. Oh, yeah, um, where's it again? You, Where's the bleach? Oh, IL six, brilliant. He could have done it lazy. See, yeah, he just. I think there was enough time between him doing that and checking out the dry goods section to yeah. to to sort that out. Not he was still in this. Yeah, to be fair, he was looking around the dry goods, which you know you don't need to be looking at nuts and crisps. Go to the bleach aisle, clean up your mess, and you might have got mm-hmm. away with it. Lazy, yeah. too far to be bleach and dry goods. Too far. Uh, well there you go there we go end of podcast hope you enjoyed that episode don't forget to tag us on Instagram share it with everyone you learned something as well on this one hopefully with the training side of stuff Um, so yeah please do that tag us both in this we will share it Uh, thank you for listening we'll be back next week um, for even more stupid news Um, well Ronnie probably going to be he's he's probably going to be away for at least a year I thought so no more stories from him but maybe we'll uh, we'll find another one it was a banana. No, he wasn't. <laughs> come on. Come on now. Um, so yeah, there you go. Have a good one, and we will speak to you very, very soon. Bye.